I'd like to read two verses tonight, two verses of Scripture, the book of Psalms, chapter 119, the very middle book of the Bible, the very middle chapter of the Bible. Psalms 119, it does not uh, 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 surprise me that the very center of the book is a book of songs. And that just fits me real good. I love to sing and I pray that God would continue to strengthen and keep me so that I can sing until I get to at least be a hundred. And then we'll go pray about some more days. <laughs> Psalms 119, verse 54 and 55. 119, 54. The psalmist David said, Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. Verse 55, I have remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night and have kept thy law. Thy statutes, not statues. There is a difference between a statue and a statute. Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night. If you ever needed to remember something in the nighttime of your existence, you might forget to call 991, as our little, our little granddaughter said. You might forget 991. You might forget your neighbor's name. You might forget their number. But the best thing you can remember in your night is his name. Is his name. Because his name is, what was that tune? Y'all sang it, didn't you? His name is power. His name is honor. Your name is life. See, I, I'm not, I didn't write that, so I can't remember it. I want to preach to you for just a few moments. If God would grant me some strength, I'd like to preach to you a message with this title, Singing on My Way. Singing on my way. God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I was born in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Big town of Holly Springs. The hospital might have had 20 beds. I'm not real sure. I can't remember because I was born there. But at least I wasn't born in the house out in the woods somewhere. I was born late enough that I got to be born in a hospital. Born in Holly Springs, Mississippi, population 7,727 on a recent uh, census. Holly Springs, Mississippi was just a sleepy little North Mississippi town. But Holly Springs did have one claim to fame. 
And that was what they called a yearly pilgrimage. Because in Holly Springs, Mississippi, it happened to be a, a little town that uh, housed several Civil War uh, soldiers, etc., as they came through in, in the Civil War time. And Holly Springs became a city of antebellum homes. Beautiful antebellum homes over, over decades and centuries. Those homes, many of them became in disrepair. But a personal friend of ours, Mr. Terry Cook, whom we went to, went to school with, when I went to school with, uh, has bought up four or five, maybe six of those old antebellum homes, and he is making it his, uh, his lifetime purpose to make sure that these old homes are restored to their original beauty and he is doing a wonderful job with them. And uh, the, 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 in April of every year, April 10th through the 12th, thousands of people come from around the country, around the world, and they come to Holly Springs, Mississippi, for this annual pilgrimage of these antebellum homes. They will, the, the young ladies will dress up in the period dresses and, and the men will have their, their, their Civil War uniforms on and they'll stand out on the yards, the girls with their parasols and, and they'll have greeting folks in, inside the doorways, guides to take you through all of these homes. It is really quite a spectacular event when you see all of the beauty of those homes. But it is a pilgrimage. They call it a pilgrimage. Now, a pilgrimage is really a journey. It is a journey or it is a search of moral or spiritual significance. So you ask the question, where does singing come into this narrative? What has that got to do with singing? I ask back, how is it that the oppressed can sing during their times of struggle, hardship, severe mistreatment. They did it in the cotton fields of North Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, under the lictor's lash, the taskmasters. They would sing at the end of the cotton row. Many of our spirituals, many of our African-American spirituals were written while they chopped and picked cotton up and down the rows. Now, if you've never picked cotton in the South in the summer, you don't know what hot is. But I will promise you, if you ever do, you will not want to go to hell. 
because you will have already had just a small taste of it. But while they were suffering their oppressive situation, they would sing, they would sing, they would sing. They would write songs, sing songs, songs about their struggles, sing songs about their hardships. How is it that David, who had been hunted like a wild animal, he had been chased like a fox on the run. How is it that David could recall a melody in his midnight hours? How could he, while living like a pilgrim, surrounded by the worst of the worst in society, and while calling home a temporary tent dwelling, how could he be able to leave behind for you and I this verse that tells us about him singing on his way? What was it that provided the lyrics for these midnight outbursts of song? I'll tell you what it is by telling you what it wasn't. It was not some love triangle escapade. It wasn't some all-night drinking bash. It wasn't some drug-induced rant like so many of the songs that come from our decades of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and onward. No, sir, David's songs, David's songs while he was in the canvas tent of his pilgrimage, they came from something far more lasting than an all-night booze party or drug-induced downer. David said, Thus, Statutes. Thy statutes. God's word. Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. The word of God is a word of hope for the hopeless. But not only is it a word of hope, I believe this word right here, this Bible, is a song of hope for the hopeless. The word of God is a song of faith for the faithless. The word of God is a song of power for the powerless. The word of God is a song of rest for the weary. It is a word of comfort for the grieving. The word of God is a word of stability for those who may be reeling. The word of God is a song of mercy for the sinner. And it is a song of freedom for the captives. David said, oh, how love I thy law. Oh, how love I thy 
it's not hard. It's not hard to love. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul and on and on. It's not hard for us to love. My God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It's not hard for you and I to love. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. It's not hard for you and I to love all the positive stuff. It's not that difficult for us to love the good stuff in the Bible. But see, when David wrote these verses, he didn't have, I can do all things through Christ. He didn't have, my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. He didn't have it. No, he didn't. All David had was the first five books. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. You ever tried to find a sermon in Leviticus? You ever tried to find a sermon in Numbers? Just hard to find. But the reason David could find songs in those first five books is because David had more than just a one-night affair with the Word. David developed a love for the Word. Oh, how love I thy law. Thy law. You know what David was able to do? David was able to write songs, sing songs, find music in the thou shalt nots of the Bible. Huh? The Word of God can produce in you an unquenchable urge to do as Paul and Silas did in their own private midnight of mistreatment. They wasn't sending out messages to their to the fellow preacher friends. No, no, midnight. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. They prayed and sang praises. I am convinced that more people would be able to sing praises if they did a little bit more prayer first. They sung, praised God, prayed. It goes without saying, I think, that 
There's probably in this room, in this sanctuary tonight, somebody who may be going through something similar to what David went through, maybe on a different scale, different, different situation, but going through things nonetheless. There's somebody here probably right now who is living into, in some kind of a prison that is due to reasons beyond your even own control. You didn't cause it. You didn't bring it upon yourself. But the question that needs to be answered is this. Is there enough love? Is there enough love and knowledge of the Word of God residing in you at this moment to bring out of your innermost being an inspired lyric and a miraculous melody that will bring about your own deliverance. At some point in our walk with God, we must develop a love for the Word of God. If you do not do that, you're going to have a difficult time serving God when you're not in the sanctuary. And now as long as you're with the group, as long as you're with the family, you can worship, you can shout, you can rejoice because you can feed off of their excitement. You can gain from their prayer. You can gain from their fellowship and you can have a great time in the house of God but become, come Monday night, from come Monday night when there's nobody there, when there's no saint around and they're all in, in the bed and you don't want to wake them. If you have not developed a love for the Word of God, you may, you'll open your book, you'll open your Bible, and you'll try to find something that you can praise God for. You'll try to find a scripture that you can get some encouragement from. But if you haven't developed a love for the Word and the law of God, you are going to be hard-pressed to find anything in the book to sing about. Can you sing in your midnight hour? The old song is there within your heart a melody that Jesus whispers sweet and low fear not I am with thee peace be still in all of life's ebb and flow. Can you sing, Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know? Does he fill your every longing? And does he keep you singing? Does he keep you singing as you go? There's something very important that we need to remember. And that is this. It is a pilgrimage. Right. This.
is a journey. This is a pilgrimage. This is a trek. It is not a destination. This is not heaven. At best, we could call this Canaan land. At best. But in Canaan, they had to fight. This is not a destination. We are in a journey. We are on a pilgrimage. This is a moral trip. We are trying to find something better than ourselves, stronger than ourselves, more godly than what we're able to come up with on our own. You and I are on our way. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. David said, Yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. You want God with you? You want God with you? Do you want God with you? You want God with you? You got to get this in you. If you want God with you, you got to get this, this right here in you. In the beginning was the Word. The Word, the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And without Him was not anything made that was made. Woo! You say, I thought when I got the Holy Ghost, I wasn't going to suffer any trial. I wasn't going to walk through anything. There wasn't going to be any valleys. It was all going to be mountaintops. You need to look above your head. I said you need to look above your head and see where you're living. Because that thing that is above your head is just a tent. It's, a, it's not a permanent roof. It's not a permanent thing. Tents equal temporary. When you're on a pilgrimage, you get in a tent. Because you're not planning on staying anywhere very long. This world is not my home. I am just passing through my treasure. Can you tap yourself on the chest in honesty tonight and say my treasures? My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Are you singing on your way? 
Are you singing on your way? Or has the devil got you beat down so much that you can't find your, your song with a searchlight? You could light a candle and look under the bed and there wouldn't be a song. Huh? Are you singing on your way? Even though we're facing trials, tests, hardships, diagnoses that are less than wonderful. Bankers shaking their head the wrong direction. Children not living what they know they need to live. Troubles in our homes. Troubles in our jobs. Troubles in our families. Everywhere you look, there's something going wrong. Everywhere you look, there is a trial. Everywhere you look, there is a test. Everywhere you go, there is something that you have to face that is not good. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember this. If you are a child of God, this is only temporary. Got to remember, I'm not here to stay. I'm looking forward to a brighter day. I got to remember, I'm not here for long. I'm just living in my temporary home. It's a pilgrimage, a journey. David said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. David is saying, I have got to get beyond my earthly surroundings. I've got to get somewhere beyond my this world view. I've got to lift my eyes to a much higher plane for you and I to be able to sing on our way out of our low places. You're going to need some better lyrics than the typical run-of-the-mill Words and phrases that are churned out in the song mills of Nashville. David said, thy statutes. Thy word has been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. David said in 119... Verse 11, Psalms, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against God. You better be, you better be eating this. You better be digesting this. You put the newspaper aside. You can put Fox News away. You need to be digesting this. 
You, you know why? Because this book right here is as current as tomorrow's news. I said, this is as current as tomorrow's news. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can open this book and find out what's going to happen. You can open this book and find out who's going to be with you before tomorrow ever gets here. He said, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. I will never leave you nor forsake you. David found songs in the law of God. Got a lot of folks not wanting any law of God. Preacher boy down in West Tennessee raised in the church that I pastored before I ever got there. Grandmother took him to church. Raised there. Grew up. Came back to town. Started a work. And I'm just going to give you the title of his church, the name of his church, and I'll let you decide. The name of his church was Amazing Grace Ministries. Got a little quiet in here. Yeah. I asked him one morning at breakfast, Brother Dan, I said, hey, I said, did you have a good church yesterday? Oh, yeah, we had a great time. I said, what did you preach about? Oh, brother. He said, I just preached about love. Love, love, love. He said, it's all about love. I, I, I wasn't fast on my feet, never have been when it comes to thinking. And if I had been smart, smart enough and fast enough then, oh, you love. You preached about love. How, how, how much did you love the law of God? Are you keeping his commandments? How can you say you love me and do not the things that I say? Jesus said. Well, I've done stopped preaching and gone to meddling. I better get back over and sing. Something better than Nashville, something better than Hollywood. Hey, the Memphis Blues. The Memphis Blues can't help you. They can't produce the Word of God. And the word of God can give you songs for your pilgrimage. Listen to me, beautiful young ladies, handsome young men. In your, in your formative years, while you're going through your teenage times, I challenge you to make it a, make it a, a, a thing of, of a testimony in your own spirit that I am going to learn the word of God. If I do bad in, in science, if I do less than wonderful in biology, so be it. When I graduate, I'm not going to only know the word. I'm going to have a love. I'm going to have a love for the word of God.
the law of God can make you want to sing again. I know I'm singing songs that these young folks had never heard probably. But you'll get my age one of these days and some of the songs you're singing right now will be old. But when you really love the word of God, when you get it hidden way down in your heart, it'll make you sing, I feel like traveling on. I feel like traveling on. My heavenly home is bright and fair. Oh, yes, I feel like traveling. You know why they sang about traveling? Because they didn't have big old nice electric cars. Yeah, I don't either. Me neither. <laughs> they didn't have big fancy homes. They didn't have air conditioning. Many of them didn't have indoor plumbing. They didn't have gas cook stoves. They were wanting out as soon as they could get out. Wanting to be through with this world as quickly as they could be through with this world. So they sang, I feel like traveling on. The Lord has been so good to me. I feel like traveling on until that blessed home I see. I feel like traveling. On. Are you singing on your way? Gospel songwriter Thomas A. Dorsey wrote it a long, long time ago. A bluegrass duet by the name of Jeff and Sherry Easter sang it. I'm so glad somehow I've got salvation now. It keeps the spirit moving in my soul. Every day I find it's peace and joy of mine. And it keeps me singing in my soul. I'm singing. Yes, I'm singing in my soul. When the burdens roll. I sing from morn till night. It makes my burdens light. And I'm singing, yes, I'm singing in my soul. Our dear friend, Bishop Everett Mayo from Louisiana, he's gone on to his reward. He used to sing it years ago, a song written by Bluegrass King Bill Monroe. Papa Bingham sang it too. I am a pilgrim. There it is. There it is. Too many times we get, we're not pilgrims. Too many, too many times we're not, we're not strangers to this world. I am a pilgrim and a stranger. What we're doing? 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 I'll tell you what we're doing. We're traveling through. 
I'm not staying here. I'm not, I'm not going to stay here. I don't like it here. There's trouble here. There's heartache here. There's pain here. There's suffering here. I'm going to travel through. I am a pilgrim and a stranger traveling through this world. This What is wearisome? Wearisome. 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 That means you get tired. And then you get tired on top of tired. And then you get really tired on top of being tired of being tired. You get wearisome. It's a wearisome land. He said, I've got a home in. That yonder city. I've got a home in that yonder city, good Lord. And it's not. And then they'd hire him a bass singer. Good Lord, well, it's not. I need Steve Wilson here. <laughs> not made by hand. Sticks and bricks. Sticks and bricks, RVs. We sold our sticks and bricks and got us one on six wheel. Now you better look out when I'm driving because I've got a house underneath me. And I'm just running my house down the road looking for a place to plug it in. I guess that should tell you what I think about living in this world. One of these days, I may drive that RV right on up into glory. Well, I don't know if that RV's going to go. By the time we get through with it, it, we will have driven way too much. Are you singing on your way? Shall we stand, please? I, I pray I pray tonight that we will not be like Israel in captivity. When they were asked to sing the Lord's song in a strange land, their response was, how? How can we sing the Lord's strong song in a strange land? I'm, our harps. Our harps are hung on the willow branches. We've given up. We don't care if they get out of tune or not. We're comfortable right here. We're satisfied right here. We have no reason to sing anymore. You haven't hung your harp on a willow, have you? In this world of woe that you live, you haven't hung your harp on the willow. You haven't given up on the Word of God, have you? I said, you haven't given up on the Holy Scripture, have you? Please, please, take your songbook down again. Pick it up off of the coffee table. 
blow the dust off of the edges and open that Bible one more time. Because in its pages are songs of hope. In its pages are songs of peace. Yeah, we'll write one right now. In its